So, welcome to Alan Katz, a Talmud of what's it, Alan? 40 years. At least. At least. And uh, an education expert has just published a book. Wish you Mazel Tov. Nice, nice to see you. Um, and welcome to Masech Tainis. And welcome to Ricky. And welcome to Yumi. Good morning. Um, and as um, as Rafael was mentioned yesterday, um, Tainius is a bit a bit of a pivot. Actually, the pivot starts with Rosh Hashanah. So if you look at, at Yuma, Sukkah, Rosh Hashanah, they really deal with the past, uh, with tshuva for the past year and how we've been the past year. The Sukkahs we celebrate the the harvest of last year. Uh, Rosh Hashanah is a bit of a pivot. We start looking at what is what's the next year going to look like as well. And Tainius is all about the future. Uh, so, so what we, we, that, that's the pivot here is we're starting to look at the tiny set. What, what are the rains? When we talk about rain, we're talking about what's going to be, how are the rains going to be, and how's it going to affect the, the economy, and how's it going to affect um, uh, our panosa in the future. And, and the idea of, of please and thank you is also related to future and past, isn't it? So thank you is about what's been. Thank you. You say thank you for for the past. That's hoda'ah. And uh, and please is, is tefillah. Please is for the future. And we always assume that you first say please, you, you ask for something. When you get it, you say thank you. But the truth is it's the other way around. That the quality of your thank you stimulates the degree of generosity in the please, not only in our relationship to Hashem, but in relationship to one another as well. People who are appreciative attract more generosity. People who show gratitude attract generosity. People who don't show gratitude don't attract generosity. So the relationship between the please and the thank you is actually inversed. Please, thank you comes first, and then comes please, and we'll see it very clearly in a ritvo this morning. So the Mishnah says, From when do you start mentioning Gvurus Geshamim? Rabbi Horvitz talked yesterday about why it's called Gvurus Geshamim. When do you start mentioning Geshamim? Says Rashi, we're talking about Mashiva Ruach Hamurid Ageshim. We're not talking about uh, the Ten Talumata uh, later on in the davening. We're talking about Mashiva Ruach Hamurid Ageshim. And the Rabbi Lezer Omeim, Yom Tov Arishon Shochag, Rabbi Yeshua Omeim, Yom Tov Achron Shochag, Machlokes between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua as to whether it's from mm-hmm. first day Sukkot or from Shmini Atzeres. Omer Rabbi Yeshua says Rabbi Yeshua to Rabbi Eliezer, "Ho ve'enak shomei melasim and klolo bechag." Rain is is not a good thing on, on Sukkot. Why would you start asking for rain at the time where we hold that it's a sim and klolo? We don't want rain on Sukkot. Lama hu maskir? Why would you mention it? Omer Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer said, "Afani lo amati lishol." I'm not talking about asking for rain. I'm talking about to be mazkir, to mention I'm not talking about asking for it, I'm talking about mentioning it. So we see there's a, there's a difference between what we're doing. Here's a chair waiting for you at the table. There we are. At the same time as you're learning Torah, how can you multitask when you're learning Torah? How's that even possible? What do you imagine how much you miss while you're multitasking? If 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 one only learned what one missed while one was multitasking, one would be a Tamit Chachem. <laughs> the the uh, so that that so Mashiva Ruach is not asking for rain. 
There's no, there's no she'elo. That's not asking for it. So that's the first thing we need to understand. They're two different things. Mashiva Racham Yedagoshim is Haskara, is mentioning it. And then in Tain Talumata Livracha, that's asking for it. Two separate things. Says Rashi El Alahaskir, Shimatchil Lahaskir Bechag, Gvorot Shamakom, Shemorid Kshamim. We praise Hashem's Gvorot. We say, Rebbe Hashem, you're so amazing. You, you bring rain down. That's what we're saying in Mashiva Ruach Omeridagoshim. That's why we start Mashiva Ruach Omeridagoshim before we start asking for Talamata. For Talamata, we wait till the 7th of Cheshvan when everybody's home after, the, after, the, after Yom Tif, because we don't want them to have rain on the road. So clearly, Mashiva Ruach Amri is not asking for rain, because if it was asking for rain, we would also wait until the 7th of Cheshwar. So what is the role of Mashiva Ruach? What are we doing? And it's so important, because I've brought the whole Tosfus on the next page, not because we're going to be learning it, but because it's the Tosfus that is the, the foundation of all these halachot about Mashiva Ruach Amri and, and when you mention it, when you don't, and the Vilna Gaon references that, that Tosfus. It's an important Tosfus. says the Gemara on, on Daf Gimel Omed Aleph, Tana, betal uvruchot lo chiyavu chachamim lazkir. Tal and ruach, mashiva ruach morid hatal, the chachamim don't require that we say. But if you do say it's fine, you can say it. And we know there's a difference between Eretz Yisrael and Chutzla as to whether we say mashiva ruach morid hatal in the summer. My time, Amr Rabbi Chanina Sarin. The reason you don't have to mention it is because tal and, and ruach, wind and dew, never stop. Summer, winter, every there's always tal and dew. The Gemara gets into quite an interesting discussion. Why that the world can't function without them? We need dew and we need wind at all t- at all times. So you don't mention them because they're there. Something which you see every single day. We don't make a bracha for the sunrise and the sunset. Some things that you see every day that are constantly there. We don't we don't mention not because they're not important and wondrous, but we don't mention things which are constant. We measure we mention things which are seasonal. So the Ritvor comes along, and, and um, again, very important piece. The Ritvor goes backwards and forwards, but he says in the, in the bolded part at the, at the end there, And so it comes with she'ela, when it comes to asking, which is in the Birchas HaShanim, we see no chiyuv to mention ruach or tal. We don't have to mention dew or wind. And when the Chachomim say that they don't require us to mention Ruach and, and dew, that isn't only the mentioning in Mashiva Ruach Hashem, it also applies to She'ela in the Birkat Hashanim. We also don't mention Ruach and Tal. And, and the mission is talking about Haskara, we're talking about Mashiva Rocham Rilagoshim, so that's what the whole discussion is. And here's the important part. And since you can't ask for something if you haven't already acknowledged it. And if you haven't acknowledged it, of course you can't ask for it. The Vosis the Gemara takes that for granted. You can't ask for something you haven't acknowledged. So here we see that principle <coughs> that we started off with, um, and I'll, I'll come back to it in a minute. The Rishonim talk about why do we say Mashivaroach, and the Shem say because it's part of Geshem. When when there's rain, it's important that there's that there's Ruach to dry up the rain. The Gemara says the world can't function without Ruach, without 
winds and drafts and, and movement of air, the, it would be intolerable. The, the climate would be impossible if it wasn't for breezes and winds. So the so Mashiva Ruch is part of the Geshem as well. So we mentioned, and we want it to be Lebrochen. Why do we mention Tal in the Birkas Hashanim, Vatein Talumatar? Because we ask that the Tal that Hashem does give should be Libracha. Because there's Tal which, is, which does good and there's Tal which does bad. And we want the Tal to be good quality Tal. So in Ten Talumatar, we're davening for the quality of Tal and the quantity of rain. Rain, we need enough. Tal, it has to be just the right. Tal's there in any case. What's important is the quality of the Tal. It's got to be the right Tal. But in Mashiva Ruch and Goshim, we don't have to say Tal at all, says the, says the Gemara. But what the, uh, what, the Rash, what the Rishvo says here is really interesting, that there's no Havamina. We don't even think it possible that we would ask for something in Birkat Hashanim that we haven't already acknowledged in, in Mashuva Ruch and Goshim. And, and that's important, and it's such an important principle. It's an important principle when you are the asker. If you want to ask for something, if you want a raise from your boss, or you want an employee to give a little bit more effort, or you want a customer to accept a price increase, whenever you're asking somebody for something, make sure you've acknowledged what's been already before. Always start with the acknowledgement. I really appreciate what we've done so far. Do you think you could do a little more? I really appreciate what you did this. Do you think you could do something different as well? Always precede a bakasha with a hazkara. Always acknowledge before you ask. It just changes everything. The degree of success, the, the chance of success, everything just changes. When you, when you precede a bakasha with a hazkara, the, the preceding of the please gives power to the quality of the, of, the, of the generosity which leads to the thank you. And it's the same when we're dealing with the Rebbeinu Shalom. Whenever you're about to ask the Rebbeinu Shalom for something, make sure that we acknowledge already what's been before. Without Mashiv Haruach, if you haven't acknowledged and, and been Meshabach the Rebbeinu Shalom for Mashiv Haruach Goshim, there's no way that we would, we would save a ten Talamot Libracha, says the um, <coughs> says the ritual. And it's the same when you're training somebody, you're teaching a child. It's, um, it, it, it's not after they've said please and then you say thank you. You teach a child to say thank you before they say please. And you teach it when you're with your team, if, you, if you're leading a team in a business. Teach people to appreciate first. Gratitude precedes request. Gratitude precedes the, the please. And in every situation where we do that, the quality of outcome is, is enormously magnified. That's a yesod of the, the ritvo in, the, in, in our Gemara. The Shulchan Aruch brings lahaloche. Imamah mashiva ruach bimotachamayf. In the summer you said mashiva ruach. Or loam rabi imotachashimim. On the winter you didn't ain machzirin. We talk only about mashiva ruach. If you don't say murid agashim, that's a whole problem. If you say murid agashim when you shouldn't, or you don't say it when you should, you have to start from Esra again, uh, if you've already gone too far. But if you leave out the Mashiva Ruach part, no big deal, because as we said, the Ruach is just mentioned by the way. It's not the important part. The same applies with Tal. If you mention Tal in the summer, or um, if, you didn't, if you mention Tal in the winter, or you didn't mention it in the summer, so what does the Shulchan Aruch say? Do you say Morida Tal in the summer? What's the Shulchan Aruch's view? What he just said? That if you say tal in the winter or you don't say it in the summer, you don't have to repeat. So what does he hold? 
in the summer you say ten tal. You say meshivarachem yira tal. You've got to say you've got to say tal in the in the summer. Says the shulchanach. Says the ramov anu bnei Ashkenaz lo mazkirin tal. And we Ashkenazim don't mention tal in the summer. Lo bimotachama velo bimotachshamim. Rak omrim bimotachama verav lo shia mechal kechayim. We go straight on verav lo shia in the summer. We go straight into mechal kechayim. We don't say talumata. Says the ramov. Says the Taz, We don't say Tal because Tal never stocks, as the Gemara says. So why do we say Tal in the Tal Tal Some Tal is not high quality Tal. Some Tal is is destructive. So we're not asking for tal. It's important our kavonas, you understanding the tefillah. When you say ten tal umata livrochis, the ten tal doesn't mean give due. There's always due. The ten tal is livrocha. And the ten and the ten matar is means give rain. And it should also be livrocha. Aval bahaskara and shayachze, but that doesn't apply by the haskara in, in Mashiva Ruach. Umashanu maskirin ruach afapishina neetzar. So why do we mention Mashiva Ruach? Even though that also doesn't stop, we should just say Morid Agashim. Given the Maskir Geshim Shushayach Libirkat Atagibor, since we're talking about Geshim, which is part of Atagibor, as I've said yesterday, Maskir Nami Ruach to Shushayach Legeshim. So we've got to, you mentioned Ruach as well because Ruach comes with rain. If there isn't a wind after the rain, the rain doesn't dry up, and that's also bad for the crops. So you need, with rain, has to come wind, so we package the rain and the wind to, together, says the Taz. Says the Bir Hagra, the Vilna Gon says, Bechem Betal, he brings Yerushalmi Vehiviu Tosfis. This comes from a Yerushalmi. This is on the Mechaber's piece, on the first part. This is from a Yerushalmi which Tosfis brings. And then in the next one, Va'anu, we, the Ramor says, and we, Ashkenazim, don't say Vetental in the summer, Ken Mashvasham Tana Betal, so it seems to be in Agamora, Aval Birushalmi Hanal, but in that Yerushalmi which Tosfus brings, Hayaomed Betal Mashma Kesvara Harishoino. If you understand the, this Yerushalmi which Tosfus brings, it implies that it's like the Mechaber. So how's the Vilna Gon paskening about Ten Talamata? We do say it. Why? Because he says this is not just a Yerushalmi, it's a Yerushalmi brought by Tosfus. So when Tosfus, you remember how important Tosfus is in, in the Ashkenazi tradition of Halacha. So you've got Tosfus and it ends with the, the first school of Tosfus with Drashbam and Rabbeinu Tam and, and the Rivam. That, all end, that, all, that group ends with the Ri, their nephew, the great-grandson of Rashi. The Ri goes to his Talmud, the Sarmikotzi, who we've been learning a lot about. Sarmikotzi to the Orzarua, The Orzarua to the Maram Rutenberg. The Maram Rutenberg to the Rosh and the Mordechai, from which flow the Tur and the Shulchan Aruch and everything that comes. So the Balei Tosfus is the whole development of Ashkenazi tradition comes from the Balei Tosfus. One has to know it well. And of course, the Tur synthesizes Ashkenazi tradition with the Rif and the Rambam and brings them all together. And from there, we get the Shulchan Aruch. But says the Vilna Gon, this is a Yerushalmi. So the Yerushalmi has more weight in Eretz Israel even than anywhere else. And it's a Yerushalmi brought by Tosfus. So it has more weight for Ashkenazim in Eretz Israel in more than anything else. And it's Paskin by the Vilna Gon, who has more weight in Eretz Israel than anywhere else because we take on the, many of the Vilna Gons, Minhagim in Eretz Israel. So in Eretz Israel, we Paskin like the Vilna Gon, 
which is like the Yerushalmi brought in the Tosfos, although Tosfos himself doesn't paskin like that, Yerushalmi, but he brings the Yerushalmi. So Tosfos says, the, the Vilna Gon says, Tosfos is a curator. If Tosfos brings a Yerushalmi, that Yerushalmi is really important in our working out of halacha. And that Yerushalmi clearly implies like the Mechaber, that we say, that we say, Mashiva Ruach Marida Tal in the summer, which is what we do in, in Eret Israel. So when you look at it, it's not just because the Siddur says, and so why do you say Moshe Baruch It's not because the Sidur says. It's not because Art Scroll says. That's a, <coughs> a Bira Gro in Simon Kufyu David. It's a Mechaber. The Bira Gro Paskins like the Mechaber based on the Yerushalmi brought in Toysvis in Tainis Daf Gimel. That's when you're learning. That's, that's why you say V'ten Talamot Olivrocha. Why you say Moshe Baruch But the important thing to remember is Moshe Baruch Merida Geshim or Merida Tal is not a Bakoshi. We're not praying for it. We're being... Meshaber, we're acknowledging it, and acknowledge, acknowledgement, as the Ritvo says, always has to precede Bakasha.